Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. I'm Justin Oswald, the executive pastor of TC. Back again with me today is our lead pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? Going to be back another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast, and uh, our special guest today. I feel like he's becoming such a regular that it's almost not a special guest. Oh, he's always just been a guest. It's <laughs> only my second time back, really. Well, yeah, you've been on the podcast quite a few well, times. Well, yeah, no, I'm probably the most frequent I would guessed. agree. I would agree. Yeah, because yeah. you're usually off on Tuesdays when we record it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like you, Eli. You make me laugh. Well, good. That's so, what I'm here for. Yeah. That's all I'm good for. <laughs> Our guy, Eli Fitch. So, uh, give it up for him. Woo! Just clap for yourself. I did. Yeah, someone asked to. <laughs> About time I got a proper introduction, by the way. Yeah, that's right. I didn't yeah. clown you, haze you, anything. You good, actually? Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> all I'm right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you have a nice kitten shirt. Oh, yeah, I do. I forgot to throw on my space kit. I forgot to throw on my space cat shirt. Yeah, so uh, it's good yeah. to have you live back on the podcast again and uh, one of my favorite people. And, uh, yeah, we have, I have proof of that because uh, <laughs> he lives with me. And I'll still hang out with him after we leave the house. So yeah. that means he doesn't get on my nerves that bad. That's well, that's good. It's pretty impressive. It, it, no, it really is. Like, you've had roommates before. <laughs> You know what once. I mean? Like, one, yeah, and only once. But it lasted a while, but it only worked because he worked at night and I worked in the daytime. So I feel that. We didn't hardly ever see each other. I mean, We'd go weeks of, and not see each other. Yeah. It was glorious. That's kind of our same schedule. I mean, I'm up here all the time regardless, but if yeah. I wasn't, we would rarely see each other. Yeah, we'd see each, we see each other Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then we don't, Thursday we night. literally hardly ever see each other Wednesday through Saturday. That's true. Except, except like Thursday nights at the church. Right. Yeah. So. And this is how it works. We're on three days on, four days off type of friendship. So I don't think, uh, I, could, I, don't think I could go back to a roommate. Really? It would have to be like somebody I, I like that's like in a situation like, you know, we had a hurricane and like the trees went through their house and it's destroyed and they need a place to stay for a little bit. Like I would let like do that. but And they exhausted all other options. All other options. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would do that, you know, if I, if, like I would help a friend out and something like that, but like, it, I, I, I just couldn't. Yeah. It's not. It's not a diss to you uh, at all. I no, mean, no. I'm, I'm 22. You're at a point in your life where your next roommate should be the person that you marry. So yeah. that being, she said, ought to not be in the spare room. Ladies, <laughs> Justin fact. Oswald, he's single, <laughs> and he's ready to mingle. Uh, mingle in a Jesus way, though. Yes, so, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. No missionary dating. So. That's right. <laughs> no, nah, it doesn't work. It sure does it not. Does not. It, doesn't work. it doesn't. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we didn't record. We didn't do a podcast last week. We missed it. We uh, sneaking hurricanes. Been man. a lot going on. Slacking. Been a lot going on. Yeah. So storms are hitting. It's just surely y'all didn't miss us. No, because y'all got stuff going on too. I disagree. I think they. I think they <laughs> definitely missed us. Yeah, but no so. one was sitting at home and like, oh my gosh, I didn't see the Transformation Church Weekly Follow Up podcast. You don't know we that. We don't know that. Yeah, we we yeah. don't have. Well, I mean, we don't have all the data for if that. If so. you were <laughs> genuinely upset that last week's episode didn't drop, let us know. Yeah, yeah let us know. You know yeah. how to find us. Tweet, email, Instagram, some. Let us know. But uh, we we'll back today. It's election day. Guess who's back? Oh, I know. 
aka World War Three, will be tomorrow or sometime tonight. Well, here's the thing about Election Day <laughs> is I didn't. What I hate the most about Election Day is all the people that post pictures that they voted with their sticker. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I get it. I don't. Why? I mean, no, I mean, I get it. I'm not doing it, but I get it. So if you did so that, encourage, I'm sorry. To encourage others to go out and vote. If, that, if you did that, if you, I'm if sorry. If you did that and you just heard me say that, I'm sorry, but. Um, That's just I, one of Justin's things. I just don't. Is that just because everyone's doing it? Maybe. I think it's. I think that's just one of your things. I don't think that's anyone else's problem. I think it's just your problem that you don't like it. I mean, I feel yeah. it. Like, I. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't. You know. I guess you just need something to post. I get it. Like, I, did my, I did my deed. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I just. Look, for a lot I don't of people, this the is the one good thing that they do for four years. Yeah. So let them, <laughs> let them yeah. have I don't, this. I don't even like the sticker, though. Like yeah, I the, don't even. Like, what do I need the sticker for? I can't tell you how much I care. I'm less. just here to vote. Yeah. Right. I don't need the sticker. I don't, yeah. So you didn't get a sticker when you went and voted? No. I say no thanks. They always look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> You're not going to take a post, a picture and post it on social no, media? No, with of course not. Oh. Huh. Uh, but no, you I should mean, vote. Yeah, well, I, don't, I, I don't, voted a week ago. Though, so. I don't think you know. I don't. I don't. You know, if you post your picture, you post. Your, I mean, I get some people just want to encourage other people to go do it. Like I did it, go maybe, do it type thing. But I mean, maybe whatever. maybe I think it's because it's like we've everyone's also been getting the text and the phone That's calls all about vote. I'm, it's just like I'm tired of seeing vote. Like if you, you go vote, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. it's over. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm beyond over that. I mean, doesn't I'm, matter. Honestly, we could go down a rabbit hole of things we hate. Being people post. I got to. Well, I got to. That's true. <laughs> Let's line them up. <laughs> Bro, I, so, all right. So, while we're here, all I, right. had, I had a thought, right? So, people are posting the five look couple challenge or whatever. Y'all seen five that? Five look what? couple challenge. So, it's uh-huh. like five photos of, like, all the different looks they've had as a couple oh. or something. What do you mean looks? looks? Like, looks you give, like, a face or no, like expression? No, like, uh, like... Style. This is, this is us at the club. This is us oh, at, by the pool. This oh, is uh, so like five different looks. That. I uh, haven't seen that either. And so I almost put out a post the other day, and I stopped myself because it just wasn't the move. Um, but I was sitting to be like, "Yo, some of y'all's five look couple challenge over the last five years is gonna be with five different people." <laughs> <laughs> that's. But seriously, though, no, that's real, true. Though. I do feel like I need an update on some of y'all's relationships because you really hyped it up in the beginning. And now there's a new person, and I'm just curious as to what happened to the old person. I feel yeah. like we were getting good play-by-plays there for Listen, a while. Listen, we're invested, too. Right. We, we, <laughs> you owe that to we us. Need, we need closure, too. Okay? We need to know what happened. Yes. Yes, need, I love it. I was really rooting for you guys, and now I see I, yeah. Billy Bob here. I did post earlier. I showed y'all. I posted some funny little. Oh. oh. Since it's election day. Oh, boy. Posted every day is election day for Calvinists. <laughs> I uh, I saw that this morning. I read that. Yeah. I read that till Bradley. And then uh, oh, I hope all my Armenian friends enjoy this election day. <laughs> that's some theology nerdy posts. Oh, oh, that's good. It's yeah. good. So it is good. And listen, I'm getting hate in the comments already about my posts. You know, Me- Megan, I hate stuff Jo posts. Well, you know what, Megan. <laughs> Do it, Megan. Say it all you need to. Roast him, please. Megan is um, Carrie Turner's, Carrie and Rob's daughter. Oh, Carrie oh, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all yeah. we know them. Yeah. Brad knows them. You don't yeah. know them. I, I do not know them. Hey, Megan. Give him, give him the biz, Megan. Yeah. Like, let him have it. Let him have all the, uh, <laughs> let him have all the 
social media abuse. Yeah, it's, okay. So it's okay. I love it when people give Justin a hard time. So mind. much so that I give I give Justin. A I hard don't time. mind it. I it's, give I give oh, it pretty good. Myself. Yeah, we were just yeah, talking no, about this. He definitely he dishes it out, and I feel like you take it pretty well. I mean, you know. Oh, I like a good burn, even if it's on me. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. better. Nothing like a good burn. I even like to give I like to give Juddo a subtle. Juddo. I was gonna say <laughs> subtle jabs, and it turned into Juddo. I, was, I like to give Jo subtle jabs. Uh, even politically, so I'll, I'll give him a little poke every now and then. <laughs> we can't go there on this podcast. No, <laughs> He'll no, just no. give me a look. Uh, this is not time nor place for that. Oh, but we, yeah, it's it's good. Well, the thing is, is me and Justin. First of all, we're we're the bosses here, so we automatically kind of like <laughs> have the ability to pull a little bit of rank and say. You know, say stuff to everybody else around here. Yeah. You know, like the the funny clip of like get back to work or like whatever. You know, right. stuff like that. Um, they never take us serious. No, no, of course <laughs> not. They never do. Uh, you right. just asked me to do something and I laughed in your face. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> that was literally really... happened like twenty minutes ago. Well, that's Granted, a, uh, it was a joke. In but... context, it was nothing work related. <laughs> yeah. No. So it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you're an intern here. Right. I mean, so it's like what? You yeah. Know, it had to do with installing something you? on my car. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> it had nothing to do with. Like church, yeah. Or, let or let it be known that if he genuinely asked me to do something church related, I wouldn't be laughing in this man's face. Yeah, yeah. yeah usually, because I wouldn't be asking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be telling. This is every day That'd at TC. Telling. People have no idea. Like this is every day. Uh, but yeah, no, it it is. It is also funny. So it's like we have the boss thing going for us, but then the other side of it too uh, is you and I are also some of the most quick witted. I'm pretty quick. It's pretty, oh. yeah. So, like, I, we've been popping off on Nick for about three weeks now because he's <laughs> he's not going to be with us much longer. He's taking a new job. and uh, so. Even the calendar invite for lunch <laughs> was so savage. <laughs> what was it? Staff lunch Staff. because Nick is abandoning everyone that loves him. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> the that title it? for staff lunch today uh, with Nick. But. He's moving. He's moving. Oh, yeah, man. he's Sadness. taking a good opportunity. If you guys yes. are in it with him, if you see him Sunday, give him a high five and a hug. I think this Sunday's his last Sunday with us. So, wow. um, but H Town, H Town, Houston, Texas. That's right. Ben's so, and Lexus. I'm I'm proud of old Nick. He could probably hear us right now. John's computer's probably running because you know John ain't working. Nick, but, we're proud of you, bud. <laughs> yeah, we're proud of you, bud. So, <clears throat> but nonetheless, well, we had a good day Sunday. We did have a good day Sunday, man. It's been some, it's just, things just keep going. I know we say it all the time, but it's just, keep, it, 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 like, surely people are out there like, okay, y'all don't have, like, great Sundays all the, like, y'all say every uh, Sunday's a good like, like, it is, it really is a good Sunday, like, every, and it keeps kind of. Well, they're, here's the difference. They all are, they're, they're all great. Mm-hmm. They're all not the best Sunday ever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was the best Sunday ever. And then the next right. week's the best Sunday ever. It's the best Sunday ever. You so. can only have one best Sunday ever. Like, you can only just like, have one best friend. That's correct. That's so right. Despite what other people may say, you can only have one best friend. I will not plug names, Charity Building. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's true. Yeah. You can hence have. Hence the term. Hence the word. Best. best in front of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, friends. they're all great, though. And But lately, it's just been really good. I it's mean, been electric, man. Now, ever since we moved in, like, there hasn't been a bad Sunday. There hasn't been a bad Sunday. And moreover, um, people are getting connected. Uh, so people are going through next steps. We got yep. uh, over 20 people that have finished next steps at this point. Uh, with, and so we've got that going on. We've got 
uh, I think the number was 55-ish. That's it. For last month, 55 new families or connect cards that represent, most of them represent a family. There's some like one-offs, you know, right. where it's just a single person, but some of them represent five or six people. Um, so 55 family or, or households that visited that, yeah, that have come through our doors that are new. And a lot of them are sticking around, which is incredible. Some of them are getting into small groups, which is great. So it's like, man, that's popping. Small groups is growing. People are coming back. So we've got our, our faith community, the people that have been part of TC for a while, um, that are, you know, starting to cross the, the threshold of comfortability in regards to right. COVID and being back in the, in, in groups like that's happening. I just saw more people this past Sunday and I know of two or three families that represents 15 to 20 people. They're going to be back this Sunday. So oh. it's just like, it just keeps going, you know, it's like, it's golly. Good. um, so yeah, God is just doing something really, really, really crazy. And, uh, in, in such a good way. And yeah, I think people, you know, it's just like we talk about in next steps. You know, there's a there's a tangible culture that's you know that we love that's great at TC. So it's been good. Good stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about some things coming up real fast. Do it. Got church at the movies. Ooh. Yep. Yes, sir. So Straight out pulling, the vault. Pulling from the vault. Yep. Church at the movies is a great couple weeks every year we do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's that's the day to invite some people to church. Those two Sundays. For yep. sure. Yep, yep. So. Essentially, we take movies that we all know and love, and we pull out things in them that tell tell a story, and we craft it and point it back to the Bible. Yep. Come on. Yeah, it's Church good. of the Movies is always good. It's a good, like we're going to do popcorn, the whole deal. It's a good time to bring uh, in popcorn. So, to church. Yeah. yeah. What yeah, movies yeah. we got on the roster for this year, J.O.? Um, uh, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. And Home Alone, Lost in New York. Ooh, those are classics. Dude, those two are. I wasn't here for Remember the Titans last year because I was out of town the week we showed. Oh. So I still haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was I in New York? Probably. Yeah, I was probably preaching in New York. So, um, so I never saw it. So this is going to be a first for it me. It was a good one. Is that's what I hear? <laughs> I hear it's a good. Uh, so I haven't seen it yet. And then we have Home Alone Two, Lost Movie, which is, I mean, that was one of the most loved ones that we showed. Yeah. Um, out of all the church movies we've done over the years, that was one of the ones that people would just absolutely loved. So yeah, really, because we've had we've had some great great movies. We have, we have. I think we found that nostalgia means something. Sure. Um, Never underestimate the power of nostalgia. That's true. Mm. An office quote. Uh, so nostalgia means something. Um, and then universal understandings yeah. mean mm-hmm. something. So like Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Christmas, family, like all those things, kind of that whole, those undertones. And everyone's seen it. That's the third thing. Picking true. a movie that everyone actually understands. Yeah, yeah. We've tried other movies where... Um, just didn't work out. We tried some Avengers stuff, and right. they were good. Um, and the production value was good, and the creative stuff was good. But All because right. other people didn't know the whole storyline, yeah, they were kind of lost. Because we got to trim it down to forty minutes, including myself. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's we, your fault. Those we, are great movies. You should have seen them by then. <laughs> we use we only use <laughs> a combined total of somewhere between twenty eight and thirty two minutes of the actual movie. Right. And then we insert ten to fifteen minutes, depending on the other time frames, of preaching into into the mm-hmm. segments. So, um, so when you take a a, a storyline that people don't know, and you try to make it happen in 
you know, 28 minutes, essentially. That's just really, really hard. Tough. Yeah. So, but our team does it all the time. By team, I mean mostly John. Uh, just John, actually, yeah. really. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, this year's going to be great. Got, we'll pull from the vault. It's going to be awesome. And these are the two, these are the two movies that people said were the best ones we've ever done. So these are the two we went with this year. So yeah. um, we're, we're pretty pumped about that. But yeah, popcorn, Coke. I knew, uh, uh, we've already had some people tell us, like, man, I got my coworkers coming, my neighbors coming, all that stuff. So it's going to be awesome. So cool. then what's after that? Um, well, then, you know, getting ready for December and Christmas time. Come on. We're, we're oh already boy. in plans and talking about our Christmas services. That's so. right. Christmas Christmas at TC this year oh. is going to be insane. It's going to be good. So we're excited. Uh, go ahead and put on your radar. There's going to be registrations for services and all that stuff. It's so gonna be, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, we're going to. We want y'all to. We're going to be. Actually do it. Ho 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 and all over the place. It's going to be nuts. I don't know what that meant. Yeah. Sounded. sounded <laughs> good. We're gonna, it's going to be a merry merry Christmas. We got festivities. We got candlelight services. We got all kinds of stuff. It's going to be great. So you don't want to miss that. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Sunday. Sunday was good, man. We talked about Choose Joy, and we talked about the rest of the picture. Now, that's a play on words, because on Sunday, we were talking about rest um, and uh, the rest of the picture. I was we, just thinking, like, we got it. No, I, I, had, I, I saw I him get it right then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I, glad I watched, you got to be I watched a part of him that. get it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, like, I was just thinking, like, the rest of the picture, not, like, the rest of the correct. The rest of the picture. Yeah. Yeah. That was. That yeah. Was no. 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 I got that, but rest. I wasn't thinking about the other one either. Like gotcha. the rest of the picture. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Gotcha. All right. So the so. rest of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um. You know, in Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty, Jesus talking. He says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest." rest. Um. And essentially, what we were talking about. Uh, on Sunday, the overall arcing picture is that joy in your spirit is a byproduct of having rest in your soul. That rest does not mean by default you get joy, but you won't have joy if you don't have rest. Mm. Um, and so one doesn't automatically lead to the other, but you won't have one without the other. Right? And right. so, um, so it was kind of a two-part deal. So there's the first part is we talked about three different areas of rest. That is the one is the areas that quite frankly, we do the worst at honoring. Um, and then we talked about three ways that we can incorporate rest and understand rest. Right. So, um, uh, the three areas of rest. The first one is you got it there, Justin. Yep. Personal rest. Yep. So personal rest is all about relationships and boundaries. We have a blog going out tomorrow. Um, where we talk a little more through some of this as well, but personal rest is all about relationships. Um, and the way that we can find rest, personal rest is by making sure we're using healthy boundaries. Right. Um, and so boundaries is either the line that you won't let others cross in regards to how they treat you or the line you won't cross and trying to be something for them. So, (laughs) so creating boundaries for yourself um, to operate within because when you don't have boundaries, when you don't have limitations, it says this is as far as I'm going to go for this person or this is as far as I'm going to let that person this uh, that person go in regards to how they treat me, talk to me, whatever. Um, and when we don't have those boundaries, we find ourselves constantly overwhelmed, stressed out, and restless about these relationships, whether it be family, friends, or whatever, you know. Um, 
And so with that, what we're talking about is creating some boundaries um, and and staying within the framework, staying within the margins of what keeps us healthy. It's good. So, um, and uh, one of the things that I wrote down, you know, when we were talking about that is I said, be careful giving your rest to people that don't want to be helped. They just want to be heard. You know, and it's because wow. <laughs> some people just want to complain, right? Like right. some people like their life of misery. They just want someone to talk to about it. And, you know, a lot of people think they're helping someone by constantly sitting there and listening to them. And I do think that people need to be listened to. People need to be heard. That's helpful. People need to work out some of their thoughts. So I'm not saying we don't need to listen to any of them. I'm saying sometimes we give our rest over to people that don't want to be helped. They just want to be heard. And I'll listen to you the first time. I might even listen to you the second time. But the third time, we're going to have a talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, do you want help here? Or are you just, like, where are we, what are we doing? You know, like, because, um, you know, we, we, at some point, we got to get moving. So. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, uh, but too many of us can't rest in God because we're too busy trying to be God for other people. Mm-hmm. See y'all later. God. <laughs> Yeah, next week. I felt that one. <laughs> felt that one. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, what do you guys think about personal rest? Talking about relationships and talking about boundaries. Like, have you guys had to put that in anywhere? Like, have you? Had, do you have an arena? Like, Justin, I feel like you have no problem with this. What's um, up? <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. It's um. You're a okay in that arena. A okay. I yeah. mean. I'm pretty guarded with a lot of my stuff and just with, with some of that, at least with time and, you know, what I think at, at some point we'll probably talk about, um, you mentioned we'll talk about like a Sabbath and all those yeah. things. And, um, <clears throat> but no, I'm, I don't, I don't, yeah, you don't wrestle with I'm that. not going to be the person that has to go to someone else. And like, you know, every time I talk to my friend, this, that, they just want to blah, blah, blah. You ain't going to hear that from me. <laughs> I'll just shut that down myself. I ain't going to go there. Yeah. So no, I'm good with that personally. <laughs> I would care not to answer the, the, this. The nine in the room. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel you. I know where you're going. Right. Like, yeah. We're working on it, though. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's something that is hard for me as a man, is setting up those boundaries. Yeah. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about when we say nine, uh, it's the Enneagram. Mm. Eli is the peacemaker. So he wants everything to be okay yes, and to minimize conflict, even if that means sacrificing himself for the sake of it. No, that's, that's the life I live daily. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like even in like past relationships, um, I definitely like, there was things that I accomplished on for the sake of keeping peace keeping peace yeah, yeah. making making sure that they were happy yeah i feel that yeah. Well, i mean you know having boundaries is key for a lot of reasons i mean it's not just for their sake it's for yours but it's not just right. for yours it's for theirs too right. you know it's like right. it's so it's just important well that's yeah it's what we tell leaders you know i tell all of our leaders constantly i'm like when you're better you're better for them right, right. So sometimes we'll let ourselves become unhealthy thinking we're helping other people. So I'll drive myself to a place of restlessness 
a lack of health, mental health, spiritual health, emotional health, whatever, even maybe even physical health. Um, I'll let myself become healthy in all these arenas trying to help someone, not realizing that if you'll actually take care of you, you can be better for them in the long run. Well, what I immediately thought of was like we've all known over the years, we can think of pastors Mm. who the expectation of sometimes, especially in a smaller church, sure, um, the expectation is so great on the pastor that, you know, you, you got marriages that are struggling and all these things, and because he may not have any boundaries and he's just at everyone's beck and call right. to help them, yet his own marriage is suffering, he's not helping anyone. Right. You right. know, or his own you know, his own family's falling apart. You know, it's like he's sacrificing them on the altar of quote-unquote ministry to right. help all these people. When at the end of the day... His marriage is suffering, so he can come help you with yours. Sure. And at the end of the day, if his if his job is to pastor the flock, he didn't do any he didn't do anybody a, a service. That's right, really. That's right. Um, so it's like because his first job is a pastor's wife. That's right. So having the boundary of when someone calls unannounced at seven p.m. at dinner time, and he leaves the dinner table to go to have a counseling session with you and your wife, but left his and his family at dinner time. He probably should answer your call, in my opinion. At least, at least at that time. At least, uh, or or at least if knowing, you know, knowing that there was probably some preventative measures that That's existed right. before we got That's here. Right. And I, and I don't mean never answer sure. the call. I That's mean what, at that moment. Yeah. There, what's more important is his family. Yeah. Not anyone else's problem. That's right. And and and, and guarding that, you know, there's there's space on my calendar that's non-negotiables. Right. It's non-negotiable space for me. Um, that space belongs to Ashley and no one else can have it. Um, you know, people have asked, you know, well, can we do this? And I'm like, I'm sorry, there's already something on my calendar there. And it's, it's with my wife, like it's with, you know, and it's not my whole calendar, you know, it's as a matter of fact, it's, it's probably less than I could or should. Some people would say give their, but it's consistent. It's weekly and it's every, and it's non-negotiable. You don't get that time from me. Right. And the thing is, and this is the difference, right? You're talking about small churches. The generation before us was taught in seminary that you have to be there for all of it. I think you, the, this next generation of pastors has discovered one, people don't need me. They need God. And two, God can move through other people. Right. So their small group leader, their coach, their director, the person they serve with, can be there for them. And the Holy Spirit can speak through them the same way he can speak through me to them. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certainly moments of life where things become difficult to a certain extent or whatever that we as pastors make ourselves available. So it's not that we're untouchable or any of those things. It's just knowing that a lot of times either A, people didn't take our advice to start with and they want us to fix the stuff that they didn't take our advice for and it crashed mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or B um, they want us to do a miracle resurrection in 24 hours on something that's been dead for two years, i.e. a relationship or a marriage or whatever, you know, it's like you didn't, or, or even for their kids, you know, my teenager 16, he's losing his mind. I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, you never brought him to student ministry. He was never in small groups. He never served on a team. He never, and you guys came to church once a month, but you want me to fix him. Like, I don't know. I, you know what I mean? Like, right. I'm here for you, but I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is you're wanting me to do. Meanwhile, uh, you know, you may be pulling me away from my wife and my kids to come try to do the thing that you you didn't do the right thing for 10 years. You want me to do it in one night. Right. 
Meanwhile, like I'm doing, I need to do the right thing over here. Yeah. And so it's not that we lack sympathy or empathy or compassion. It's just realizing. But it is that, a boundary. But it's a boundary yeah. line of saying, hey, listen, the, I have all of this space for you to exist in, but I have some of this space that you don't exist in, right? Um, and those same people, uh, for the most part, you know, wouldn't answer their boss's phone call when they're on a date with their spouse. <laughs> but they want, you know, they would want, perhaps would want, we don't really deal with this at TC, but no. other pastors would deal right. with, you know, them wanting we don't do it because we because we have a strong small group culture. Correct. Right. Our small group leaders are incredible. Leaders and phenomenal. other people in the group you build relationships with. That's right. You know, so we there's there's not that uh that need. The only person in and some people's life from a spiritual context is their pastor. Right. Because our here. culture is not like that, Doesn't so it's here. it's not an issue for yeah. us. So um, we don't we don't deal with it. We don't. But I am speaking on behalf of knowing other pastors, um, and quite frankly, knowing some really really good pastors who have been run through the mill. Because a, um, you know, maybe they haven't built the systems and teams that, you know, they need to, um, and, and we're actually working with some of them to try to help. And then b, um, because they were trained that that's the way they're supposed to build it, not realizing it's it's really not. Um, but nonetheless, so boundaries are important, right? Because if you're gonna have, uh, if you're gonna have that kind of rest, uh, then you're gonna have to have boundaries. So personal rest requires personal boundaries, right? Then you go into provisional rest. Yeah, when we're talking about finances, um, and how do we, how do you find it? Well, tithing and living a life of generosity, right? And it is an unfathomable thing because it really goes against nature. Essentially, what God says is, if you give away more, I'll give you more. If you give away more, you'll have more. And it's like <laughs> it doesn't work logically. Doesn't. <laughs> you know, it's you know, what I'm saying it's illogical. Uh, so. Give 10 or 15 or whatever the percentage is God puts on your heart, right? Like, we're always clear about that. Give this away, and you'll have more than you would have had if you kept it. It's like, I'm no, I don't do rocket surgery, but (laughs) that doesn't add up. Not at all. But when God gets involved, man, like, he makes it, he makes it add up. Like, it's just crazy. It really does work. It, I, yeah. (laughs) It does. Like, me personally, like, I don't make a lot of money. Uh, like, I'll be blatant. I don't make much money. But I give I give the percentage that has been put on my heart. And I haven't gone, a, I haven't gone and not gotten anything that I, like, wanted. Or that I didn't want. You haven't gone without what you wanted. <laughs> yes, there yeah, it is. Words you. are hard. Yeah, <laughs> like anything that I want. And mind you, like I don't have like this immaculate, expensive taste. But like sure. if I want something, like God has blessed me enough with the means to like get whatever I want. Like, And you don't and, – and knowing you, living with you, you know, you you also like – you, you, like you said, you don't make – I mean, you pay rent at my house. You don't right. live there for free. Like right. you have a car payment. You have like – Right, so, my bills are paid like month every yeah. month. Like, and you even, I mean, countless times you walk in the door at the office or at home or whatever with something you bought for someone else. Like you, you, right? And you're also not only are you tithing according to what God put on your heart, but then there's also an element of generosity, just generous living where you right. do things for other people, and you just never go without. Like God just continues. Yeah, and you, it's it's <laughs> like honestly, if. <laughs> 
if you saw my paycheck, <laughs> it would not make sense how I'm able. Like, yeah, I mainly get things for people rather than myself because I feel more fulfilled doing that. But I'm able to do that because I tithe. I I pay the percentage that God put on my heart. Yeah. And it just works. And the thing is, is like God says in Malachi chapter 3, right? He says, bring your tithes in the storehouse. And, and, and <clears throat> you know, I think it's important kind of taking a, a small, like, chunk out of that for a second to acknowledge, like, you know, people people have asked me before. It's like, well, but tithing in the Old Testament, number one, tithing is an Old Testament principle. It's not in the New Testament. Well, Matthew 23, 23 disagrees. Jesus said that we should tithe. Right. So there's that. <laughs> um, so, and then on top of that, it's like, well, it was talking about crops. It's like, well, yeah. Are the, you a farmer? In the Old Testament, that's what they grew. They didn't have currency. crops. And then they exchanged it for other goods. So they tithe their crops. Right. Uh, I'm not a farmer. <laughs> so what I produce is money. Right. So I tithe, you tithe what you produce, right? And so, therefore, uh, in doing so, 10% uh, and under grace, the percentage that God puts on your heart, um, I think that I will say I do believe that God doesn't go back on his word. So um, if you're at the point now where 10% is a stretch for you and God gives you peace about 2% or 4% or 6%, right that it should be one of those things where you give that as a test so that when the Lord remains faithful, you trust him to give more, knowing that when you give more, he'll take care of you even more so. So, right. And as you work your way up to your, the first tenth, which is what tithing, tithe means first tenth, um, and I think it's important that we also remember that it's what we're supposed to give first. So it's not like, well, let me pay my bills and let me do this and let me do these things. And then if I have it, I'll give it. Right. It's like, no, no, no. Give it in the beginning. You know, go online, electronic options or whatever. Right. For the sake of making sure that it's the first tenth that gets literally that gets like, put there. I have it set up on the uh, church center app. Like, I get paid Friday. Tithe comes out Friday. Like, That's right. Yeah. Literally, like, exactly. Every Friday morning, I'll wake up, look at my bank account, see what got taken out and then see what i got paid yeah 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 me too plug for the church center app (laughs) go online yeah download the church center app or go on the website click giving you can set up recurring giving yeah 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 especially for those of us that make the same you know pretty much our our paychecks are consistent yeah right you know if we're salary-based employees or whatever you can set it to where it just automatically does you never have to think about it which is really good yeah same you know so that's really really good um but yeah. So, uh, and and what we you know what we said on Sunday, returning to what returning to God, what's His means you're resting in His provisions, not your own. You know, because the reality is when we don't tithe and when we don't honor the Sabbath, which we'll talk about in a second, um, essentially what we're saying is, God, I don't know if you're going to be enough, so I have to make enough. I have to keep this because I don't know if you're good enough to give me what I need. Right. 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 And it's like, man, that's a lot of sufficiency on your own shoulders. Right. And like. I'll be honest, I have had moments where, like, you know, I know rent's coming out. I know this is coming out. Like, I'll think to myself, like, I'm going to just pull this this week's uh, tithe. I'm going to mm-hmm. just, you know, hold on to that mm-hmm. so I can pay my bill. And then <laughs> the Holy Spirit checks me real quick. Like, yeah. nah. He'll get you. Yeah, not nah, yeah. dog. Like, that's not it. That's not the move. Yeah. And so people know, just for the sake, because we have so many new people at TZ. I should have said this on the end of the day, but... You know, I don't see tithing. 
right. like I, as a pastor, I don't see who gives what. So you, if you were to walk up and be like, you know how much I give to this church? I'd be like, I don't actually. Genuinely I genuinely have no idea. Um, I don't see who gives. I don't see who gives what. I don't have any of that information. Um, intentionally, like we, we keep it that way. Um, so just for people to know, like, so it's, this isn't a thing where it's like, I'm trying to get more out of individual people or whatever. Like this has nothing to do with me. I want you to live a less, uh, a blessed, rested life. And to do that means God has to be your provider more than you. You'll never be at rest. If you think provision is up to you, you'll never be at rest. You'll constantly be working harder. And so, um, so it's just trusting that, which takes us to number three, um, which is productive rest, right? And that's the Sabbath. Now, Justin, you're pretty good at this one. Well, I think you're better than me. <laughs> you're Friday. I'm better than you, yeah. You're, I think you're better, better than, than me. Um, I really try to be, yeah. you know, because <clears throat> I think it's important. I mean, I think it's, I think if we're going to talk about it, I think if God said it's a good idea, mm-hmm. we should do it. I agree. Right? And right. I think as even as a leader, we should model that. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Obviously, there are times where things come up and things are different. Um, I think for too long or too many people, and I think we as a as a staff have were guilty of this at one point that we wouldn't plan good enough. So then that means some things we just didn't think of. So we got to scramble to do it Friday to get ready for Sunday. Sure. And I just think we're all better than that, sure. where we can make right. sure we could. Our as far as I'm concerned, our work week is Sunday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday is our days off, quote unquote. Now, yeah. extenuating circumstances, things like that. Um, that's kind of our five day week. So I yeah. really try to take Fridays a lot of times, and it be, yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Saturday through Friday guy. I mean Sunday through Friday guy. I'm usually working on Fridays. Yeah, you do. Uh, but I'm usually off on Saturdays. Um, but if I don't, so what's unique for me is, and what I'm trying to get better at. It's been harder because of just everything going on around here, and we're one staff member down. So oh, you and oh, I picking up stuff. So there's a few of those things going on. But like last week, you know, um, I took Wednesday off last week almost completely. Um, I came in in the morning and a couple of things, and I was off from Saturday or from Wednesday at noon to Thursday at noon. I was off. So like sometimes it just looks different. different like sometimes yeah. you have to create. Sabbath rest, absolutely. Even though it doesn't look the way you would typically think of it, um, and no, I, think, look, I think you came home that day, and it was like you were like, "What are you doing, dog?" Well, I was like, no, no, that chilling. was that was Saturday. Oh, that was Saturday. Well, yeah, luckily, yeah. too, and not everyone can do that. Like the, sure, the freedom in, in in how we can set our own hours and those exactly. type of things. Um, you know, for me, I like Fridays a lot because I like Fridays better than Saturdays when I think of it in terms of Sabbath, is because it's still a weekday where I can. Like, I may not do work stuff, but, like, maybe I want to run an errand or I want to do something. Yeah, like those banks aren't closed. Right. So, whatever. there's, for me, there's something about Friday that I, I like. Um, but there are some Fridays that I'm, like, you message, you text me this past Friday, and I was at Bagel Heads. Working. Yeah. Working on my computer. It's like, yeah. I, it was not really a Sabbath. I just wasn't in the office. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but so, Saturday will then kind of be that day. But yeah. I do think it's important, you know, that I, that. I don't want to be one of those guys, too, because I think it's easy, especially for me and you, because we're very similar in, in a lot of ways in this regard specifically, that it's very easy for a work week to turn into a six- or seven-day week. Oh, yeah. It's very easy for it to just be, especially me, like I'm single, too. I'm not married. I don't have kids. So it's like yeah. it's easy to every day be consumed with doing something because there's, sure. st- there's, there's plenty to do. And not only that, we love what we do. Right. And, and, right. and on top of it, that. It, doesn't oft- it oftentimes doesn't feel like work. 
That's right. Like we did this before we ever got paid right. to do it. And so there's an element of like, no, 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 I love what I do. It's not, it's not work to me. That's right. But it is, it is producing. That's right. So even though it doesn't feel like work the way most people would think of it as work, it is still producing. And God's not saying, not necessarily saying, I want you to take a stop from working. He's saying, I want you to take a stop from producing. Right. Because when you stop producing, so even take, take the money thing out of the equation for a second. He's saying, by by honoring the Sabbath, what I as a pastor am saying is that the church needs God more than it needs me. Like that's what taking a Sabbath means, right? So not just my bank account. Like the church doesn't need me seven days a week. It needs me six days a week. And if I'm giving that one day to God, then I'm doing better right. than if I was giving seven days to the church. I'm better for the church for six days and giving one to God than I would be giving seven to it. And that's illogical. But that's exactly what we're talking about. Like, yeah, for you to be here less and take some of that time and spend it with the Lord means you're better for us. Yeah. And and thank God we serve at a church that understands that. And, sure. Right. And, now, uh, but, you, I'm, know. you know, it's just funny that we're talking about this because I've been thinking, like, there's got to be, we've got to do a better, I think, this is kind of internal conversation but for the podcast because sure. it, it's, it's, you know, relative to this. But, um, like, that Wednesday you went home at noon didn't come to the next, that Thursday. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily know you were doing that intentionally like that. Mm-hmm. I think you should have said something. So we would intentionally like, all right, don't send Brad a message. Sure. Cause he's doing his Sabbath. Yeah. You know, I feel that. I feel that. Cause it's easy to like pop up and then you're, you're trying to rest, but you get a Slack message or an email mm-hmm. and then yeah. you want to go respond. You know, yeah. I think that we, sh- I think just for each other's sake, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. But, but you know, like John, if John is, is Saturday, because sometimes, sometimes on Saturday, I start getting into my head thinking about Sunday, right? Right. And I'll have a thought Did pop we do in this? my Did head, we do that? right? Yeah. But it's like if, if that's John Saps, you know, because he he he's working on Friday a lot. But if that's his day with his family and his Sabbath and all that, I ought to just one, I trust him. Right. We pay him to be a staff member, and I trust that he did what we said we were going to do, and he needed to do. Yeah. Um. And it's just it's just so easy to grab your phone and send a message. Sure. And maybe I think we ought to protect each other's Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because if you message me on Friday, what pops in my head first is not, why are they messaging me? It's, oh, I got a message from Brad. Let me see what's going on. Right. <laughs> well, it's also because we're friends. We are friends. And we have three or four projects that are outside of the church world that That's are going on, too. Yeah. So it's like there's just there's space that all that kind of exists yeah. in, which is kind of unique. Um yeah. For us, but nonetheless, yeah, I think I think you're right. And the thing is, if we are honest, and I think this is what m- more people have to acknowledge, most of what we're talking about isn't detrimental. That's right. The question we have for John or that I have for you oh, or whatever, yeah. it's, it's never like catastrophic. You no, know, no, like no. if we don't do this, Sunday won't happen. It's never that. It's the small thing for the, th- for the thing that's under the thing that's under the thing. They were like, hey, I had a thought about this. Um, that's right. And so it's giving space to know like, you know, one of the things I, I still, I'm getting better at, I'm not great at it, is like, can that wait till staff meeting? You know, I had something pop in my head uh, either Saturday or Sunday, and I was like, ooh, I need to ask John about that. And I went to Slack him, and I was like, that can, like that's not even, right. that has no, nothing to do, like, <laughs> that can wait till right. Monday in staff meeting. Like, um, but because we live in a society of instant access, well, we kind of do that, you know. And me and you, we're trying to get our heads. Uh, we're trying to plan for a growth. What happens when we had ten staff members and not just three or four? Sure. 
Where, and you and know, everyone's doing that. And everyone's doing yeah. that. It becomes you spend all day just answering messages. Right. So it's like at some point we're we're trying to get our mindset into what's to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. For sure. Um, and that's so, what I got a uh, pastor. I was listening to his podcast uh, the other day, and he was getting ready to take over a church of a couple thousand people. I mean, it was a decent sized church. church. And the church he was the pastor he was interviewing with was the pastor that he was about to go into a succession plan with. Um, and he said, you know what? The only way you're going to get fired from this job is right. And he was like, uh, yeah, like <laughs> he, he said, I could thought of like 20 answers, yeah, but like, none, I don't cheat which, on my wife. Right, no, right, seriously. Right, yeah. yeah. And he was like, if you don't honor the Sabbath, and mm. he was like, what? He's like, because when you honor the Sabbath and you do it correctly, um, which in the blog, it kind of lays out a plan, you know? Uh, so stop, rest, um, stop, rest. I got to figure out what the other ones and reflect. Um, but you're, it puts you in a place of, um, like paying attention to God's beauty, spending time reflecting on your, your relationship with the Lord. And so when you use it properly, it's like when you're, when you're honoring the Sabbath properly, it's making you a better husband. It's making you a better pastor. It's making you a better father. It's making you a better mother, women, you know, wife, it's making you a better, all all the things that you need to be for the world around you. Uh, it's making you better of that and you won't fall face first into the traps and the chaos and the temptations when you're in these spaces more often. Was that Ken uh was that Eric Geiger? No, it Ken, was Ken, uh Ken I just Bichor? put it in our coach's resource. Uh it was on Kerry Newhoff. Not oh, that the, guy. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. this one, not the most recent but the one before. Before, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um so it was really good, but <clears throat> yeah. So, and the bottom line is Sabbath is about sufficiency. Now, Tim Keller has this quote, and I was like, man, it's so good. Because he's talking about the idea of the work that's under the work, and he's talking about from a sanctification, salvation, theological perspective on how we equate the work that we do with what we're actually trying to accomplish. And he says, but the relationship between work and rest operates at a deeper level as well. All of us are haunted by the work under the work. That need to prove, provide for, and save ourselves to gain a sense of worth and identity. But if we can experience Christ-centered rest in our hearts, if we can be free from the need to earn our salvation and provisions through our work, we will have a deep reservoir of refreshment that continually rejuvenates us, restores our perspective, and renews our passions. And he was equating how we the work that we do with our hands is an overcompensation for the work that we don't feel like we've done enough for in our spirits. That's good. And it was like. Old Keller. <laughs> of course it was, right? Like, Old Keller. <laughs> so. Uh, leave it to Tim Keller. Leave it to Tim Keller. So he, that was, but that was really good, man, because you don't always think about that. And again, that's the, we referenced the blog post. Look for that tomorrow on social media outlets. Or, well, on Wednesday of this week on social media outlets. Uh, on our social media platforms. But, yeah, man. So we talk about three things. Remember about rest. We'll get these to you quickly as we wrap up. But, um, you know, uh, the first thing, rest is a refreshing position. Position. Um, and and too many of us aren't rested because we haven't been refreshing. Um, you know, and Jeremiah 31, 25 says, For I will satisfy the weary soul and, and every languishing soul I will replenish. Um, and so... We need to go to God for our refreshing, be with him, take time with him, honor the Sabbath with him, spend time in that space uh, with him. And, but 
and, and even Acts thirty or Acts three nineteen, Peter is talking there and he's talking to some of the rulers in the temple and he's telling them to turn again. So he's like, repent, like turn away from what you're doing and turn again. And essentially what what's happening there is the rulers had already learned the right thing to do, started doing it, but over time had stopped doing it. And what he was saying is like, okay, come back again. Like you've, you, you missed it. So come, like, come on back. And I think as leaders and Christians and disciple makers, that's a continual thing. Like where God has to constantly be like, Hey, like, come, come, yeah. you know, like, you, you started well, but then you, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. the, the, you got doubled up on bills or a hurricane hit or what, like you were tithing, but then this thing happened and you kind of like, so come, come on, you know, you're honoring the Sabbath, but then whatever happened, you know, it's like, so come, come on back. You know, like you built right. healthy boundaries, um, but then there was a catastrophe and you pull, tore all them down. Like, so come on back. And it's like, man, if we can find a refreshing position in Christ and maintain the healthy aspects of it, then we can be, we can allow ourselves to be satisfied in God, not in our money, not in our work, not in how we can help people, um, but in God himself. And That's then good. he said, rest is an active pursuit. Uh, pursuit. Pursuit. So, um, and this understanding that uh, that we you know we all think that joy is found in the sitting, but it's mm. actually found in the searching. Mm. A continual pursuit after God. So, joy isn't found in doing nothing. Like joy is found in constantly going to the one that can bring us rest and joy and peace. And and Matthew eleven twenty eight to thirty says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. I will give you rest." But then he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and I will give you rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And Sunday we hit on that briefly, but, you know, a yoke is a working tool. Yeah, right. It's something you put on the ox and they plow the ground. And he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So that doesn't mean you're not going to have work to do. Right. It means that when you do it in the rest that comes from Jesus, it doesn't feel like work. Right. Boy, when you said that on Sunday, that about blew my mind. Because, <laughs> like, every time I read that, like, to me, it seems as if, like, I never paid attention to the my yoke part. Mm-hmm. Like, just in my mind, like, the yoke is lifted. It's gone. Yeah. But, no, yeah. it's, we're going to have to work yeah. to, no. seek, to seek God. We're, like, yeah. like, yeah. And he has a calling. <laughs> yeah. He has a calling, and your calling is work. Right, right, it's right. It's just that the work that you do, you know, I think about you. You don't get paid to be up here. You're you're up here almost as much as you were when you did get paid because you were on staff part time with us for a while, yeah. and you're up here like still a lot, you know. <laughs> right. uh, so, um, and and even in that, like you've said it before, it's like, but it doesn't feel like work. No, like we love what we do. Same with like we we did this for years before we ever got paid. Like, so we worked fifty hours somewhere and then we came up here. Like we did the same thing you're doing now in our twenties, and it's and it's that thing of like. It, it, you know, no, no, the calling is going to be work. Right. The purpose is going to be work. Like you're going to, you know, so it's going to be work, but, but my, light. my yoke is light. Right. And my burden, the thing you're going to carry for me, it's not going to feel like work. No. It's not going to feel heavy. And people that don't understand it can't get it. You know what I mean? I should say that. <laughs> you know, and so, uh, especially when you're in your twenties, you know what I mean? Like I had a dad, my dad was a pastor, so he got it. But I know that there are family members. Like, we have interns in their 20s. Their family members don't get it. 
No, they do not. You're like you're giving <laughs> you're giving your life to this thing. It's like you just don't you don't get it. I'm giving my life to the thing that God specifically called me to do. Sure, and it and and for all just for parents or people out there in general, when you have a young person in ministry, because I was one of the I was you. I mean, I was my early 20s not on staff <laughs> giving 35 hours a week to the church like that was me for a long time and we've had multiple 20 year olds and 20 to 25 year olds do the same thing we have multiple in the church right now and you guys are incredible um, but what they don't understand is a lot of times the only reason we keep our sanity at the job we don't like is to go do the thing we're not getting paid for like the y- the yoke that keeps it light the yoke that is light on our shoulders at the place we're not getting paid for gives us the refreshing energy to keep doing the thing at the job that That's we right. are getting paid for. Right. Legit, on Thursday, it sounds so awful, but on Thursday, like the only thing getting me through that day is knowing I get to come here and intern yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And like that's like that's awesome. Knowing that I get to work all the way, knowing that I have to work all the way up until Sunday so I can come and get to do, like sure. I get to serve and I get to, uh, do what I'm called to do. Like I have to get through the work week, so I can feel fulfilled at the end of the yeah. It's good week. Yeah, and that's just that's that's such a you know it's about towels, not titles, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, the only people that are worthy of a paycheck in ministry are the ones that did it, did it for free. Like so, it's it's all those things that that <laughs> that a lot of people uh, don't understand, and you know, uh, so it's just I I, I just. If you're a parent out there or a leader out there or a boss out there or anything and you've got someone that's on your team or in your house or in your family that's doing that, I just want to encourage you, like, just understand if they're not doing this, they'll be miserable doing the other stuff. It's like this makes – this is the easy yoke yeah. that makes the burden light. Right. So, like, keep on keeping so, on. Yeah. So ease up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chill out. You know? And, like, this is the thing, like you're saying, like, this is the thing that makes me better that's for right. my work, that's for right. my family. Mm-hmm. Like, Lord knows I need strength, patience to get through both of those arenas. Everything, everything, yeah. And, and yeah, so it's, you know, being being the better you, and for some people the better them they think is in other arenas. Right. Um, but, you know, I think it's identified in rest. Right. You know, right. if you're like, I need this because it's going to make me better, but you're consumed with all these things that obviously aren't from God then you're probably not doing better. You know, That's you probably true. just think you're better. Um, but then r- number three, rest is a byproduct of obedience. Obedience, Right. Uh, and we talked about Jonah, you know, kind of going on with what we're talking about. We talked about Jonah when God called him, you're going to, you're going to, you know, talk to the people, whatever. He's like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so he gets on the boat, again. starts going the wrong direction, you know, literally the opposite direction. Uh, God throws a storm at it. They throw him <laughs> overboard, you know, and, uh, but the thing was, is like the whole time he was running from what he knew he should have been doing, he was miserable. And so even if, if you're not obedient, you can pursue the things of you and be miserable, or you can pursue the things of God and have joy. But you can't pursue the things of the world and get joy. You might get short-term happiness, right? but you won't get joy. you know. Um, and so we all know people who have sacrificed great things, for short things, you know, and it's like, man, there's there's joy that comes from the obedience of staying close to uh, close to the Lord. So, um, 
And that took us through, the, you know, our last thing. Joy is not found in acquiring your desires. It's found in aligning them. Right. So um, running to joy, running to rest means running to God and becoming obedient uh, to him. Right. Good. Yeah. And I think also, like, whenever you align yourself with God and the will of God, intrinsically like joy is just gonna happen like you're like you're he's gonna put before you the things that make you happy yeah i agree whenever you're doing again like what you're called to do yeah it doesn't mean it won't be hard it doesn't mean you don't go through seasons i mean christmas easter you know those are seasons around here that's kind of like you know like you (laughs) know you're huffing yeah you know um we got four services for christmas this year coming up around the queen i mean like it's gonna be a it's gonna be busy but again, regardless of how busy it is, it's still a light yoke. Like it, right, it, like it's, we're going to enjoy most every step of the way. The same way tithing is illogical and the Sabbath right. is illogical, so is rest. You're doing more, but when you're doing more of the right stuff, it makes all the hard stuff easier. It's illogical, but it works the same way. So you find rest in your obedience, uh, in your refreshing, and in your pursuit. Good. So, no doubt. Awesome. Well, Sunday was a good day. This good Sunday is going to be a great day. Our last part of Choose Joy, by the way. Oh, boy. What yeah. what you got next for us? Uh, we got Vision Sunday. Okay. Coming up after, not next week, but the week after. And then we go straight into Church of the Movies. Oh, yeah. And that's right. Go, that's right. Yep. Then we go Christmas after that. Yep. Oh, boy. It's basically 2021. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting there. Like, we just and I'm to, glad. Yeah. Dude. Well, here's the thing. 2021 is going to roll on by that doesn't mean all the stuff from 2020 is just going to go away yes it does (laughs) all right i love that i'm naming it and claiming it all right well thank you for joining (laughs) us Uh, just kidding all right justin tell them where they can find more about the church you can find us online at transformationchurch.com or instagram and facebook at transformation pensacola that's right eli as always sir it was a honor always i'm honored yeah it's good to have you, bro. So we love you. We love all you guys. We'll catch you guys right. uh, next time, uh, next week, or another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. Later. Deuces. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at Brad Livingston underscore and at Justin Oswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.